I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac! You can, you can, you can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org/playlists/wa. been asking you guys to call the Waybam, and I always encourage you, 201-701-1695, that's 201-701-1695, you can always call, leave a little message that you'd like me to play on the air. This week I asked, what was your first concert that you ever saw? I'm going to continue that into next week because I had so many responses, I couldn't possibly cram them on this upcoming segment, but let's see what some of you said was your first concert. Started with Colleen, I think. Good morning, Clay. It's Colleen from the Hudson Valley. My very first concert, I am proud to say, was Barry Manilow at Madison Square Garden, 1970-something. I love you and I love Wake and Bake. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in her hair and a dress cut down. Hey, Clay, calling in about my first concert. My cousin took me to see The Knack. They must have done six encores of my Sharona, and I was sold on concerts from that point on. Love your show. Keep doing it. Hi, this is Buddha of Suburbia. I'm calling to tell you what my first concert was. I still remember to this day. I was pulled out of class. I was very concerned. My name is on the intercom. I go down. There's my brother, all well-dressed. It was a concert to Duran Duran. His girlfriend at the time was sick with the flu, and he had an extra ticket. And so, yeah, I went to Duran Duran. My name is Rio and Hey, Clay, I was looking through my scrapbook of tickets, and I found the earliest, I'm almost embarrassed to say, concert that I attended was Banana Rama at the Metropolis in Montreal, 1989. Hi, Clay. This is Janet Brady from North Carolina. The first concert I went to was Johnny Cash in 1969, love your show. We're always listening. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since 
Hey, Pidge, it's Craig from Motown. My first concert was the James Gang right up at County College of Morris. First time I smoked a joint with my brother. I wish I hadn't. I don't even remember much of the show. Hi, Clay. This is Karina in Brooklyn. My first concert was in utero. My folks took me to see James Brown at the Apollo. Happy New Year. Bye. Good morning, Clay and everybody. First concert I ever went to was Lollapalooza in 1994. I grew up in the sticks in Michigan, and I drove 500 miles with some friends, and we camped out to see it. We got to see Smashing Pumpkins and Beastie Boys and George Clinton and some kid who grew up where there were no concerts ever. It kind of blew my mind. Have a great day, everybody. Oscar Mayer for me and you. Man, they taste just dandy. And they're <laughs> oh so handy. They're fully cooked, just heat and eat. And eat and eat. Oh, they'll be eating today of that Hoboken school system. You can count on it on this January 8th, Tuesday. They're having all beef hot dogs. I wonder how many you're saying, gosh, how long's it been since I had a hot dog? I don't think we eat as many of them as we used to. Maybe I'm wrong. Where do you think uh, is the best place to get a hot dog in the United States? I got the top five here. Jake's Handcrafted right there in Brooklyn, New York is ranked number five. Then you go to Biker Jim's Gourmet Dogs. That's in Denver, Colorado, ranked number four. Verstkuka. In Los Angeles, you know, Los Angeles got some uh, some good wieners out there. Happy Dog in Cleveland, Ohio, is number two, and you're not going to believe this. Number one hot dog, I never would have guessed. I love their cheeseburgers, but Shake Shack in New York City now voted the best hot dog in the USA. What is a hot dog anyway? Meat trimmings and fat, mechanically separated meats, and that pink slime and meat slurry in there. It, it, chances are it's pretty horrible for you, but the thing is it tastes good. Oh, and it's got those preservatives too. Sodium nitrite, those aren't good for you, but it tastes so good with the salt and the garlic and the, well, that paprika. Hey, have you heard of that guy, Joey Chestnut, that always wins those eating contests? Out there at Coney Island, he just won another one. The world record for most hot dogs eaten in 10 minutes recently smashed. Champion competitive eater Joey Chestnut's done it again. Bested his own record at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, winning his 11th career title in the process. You know how many he ate? 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes, topping his previous world record 
of 72. ESPN was in on the coverage of that event. Once again, it's become old hand. It's become commonplace here in Coney Island. Joey Chestnut owns America. <laughs> A legend already. The legend continues. Number 11 for Joey Chestnut. Oh, my God. I, uh, I found a vicious rhythm. 74 hot dogs. I, I, ooh, man, I, I murdered it. And uh, I, w- I was aiming for 75, but at 74, I'm happy. It's weird to watch him just, just shove them down, too. Two at a time, those wieners. Time.com has a list of 38 things Americans have found in their wieners, including large ants, a clump of hair, an injection needle, a metal box cutter, a dime, a silverfish, a rubber band, insect larvae, the tip of a razor blade was found in a hot dog, glass shards, a metal wire, bugs, facial hair, (laughs) that's not all, worms and maggotry, a piece of an eyeball. A rat leg, ejaculate, band-aids, and rubber gloves all found inside wieners and hot dogs. Oh, enjoy them today. And on top of that, you get a bun and some oven fries. Eating big time in Hoboken today, kids. Enjoy. Listeners, this is Sheila B of Sophisticated Boom Boom with your weekly dose of girl-centric goodness. When the Oscar-winning documentary 20 Feet from Stardom came out in 2013, one background singer was notably absent from the film. Her name was Clyde King. And she backed up everyone from Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones to Neil Diamond, Diana Ross, Linda Ronstadt, Steely Dan, Barbara Streisand, B.B. King. And that's her singing backup on two of the biggest records in music history, Sweet Home Alabama and Born to be Wild. But long before she became one of the most in-demand backup vocalists in the biz, she cut her teeth as a solo singer, releasing her first record in 1956 as Little Clyde and the Teens at the tender age of 13. mid-60s, she signed to Imperial Records and released three glorious singles that are fawned over by fans of the Phil Spector Wall of Sound. In the late 60s, she joined Ray Charles' famed backing girl group, The Raylettes. You got the right one, baby, hey and later featured in a short-lived group called the Blackberries. (laughs) 
This past Monday, January 7th, Clyde King passed away at the age of 75. And thus, I wanted to honor her voice and her memory on today's girl-centric goodness with my favorite of her solo outings. The song is called Missin' My Baby. It was released on Imperial Records in 1965 and co-written by the wonderful producer and songwriter Jerry Riappel, who died just a couple of weeks ago at the age of 77. Missin' My Baby has got pixie dust sprinkled all over it and it is truly a treasure of a record rest in peace dearest Clyde King and Jerry Riappel your music lives on go and with a little bit of luck our banjo guy is there are you there here i am clay good morning now tell everybody who you are my name's robbie o'sullivan i'm the banjo player in brooklyn right robbie you've been on a couple of times and i always always encourage you to have that banjo it's uh, so nice before you play robbie which i i hear the banjo there uh how you been everything's good you're you're doing good. good Yeah, yeah, a little cold out this morning, but oh, you know, it, it is. Isn't we'll it? Make do, it. Do you like the snow? I love the snow. Yeah, of me skiing too. And ice skating. Oh, you, you ski. Now we got a little ski outing. We're planning actually for next weekend, but it's oh. been it's been kind of iffy. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look up that email from station manager Ken. He had some details. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a little place in Jersey called uh, what is it, Magic Mountain or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're gonna that. start off kind of easy and uh, right. before you know, and then we'll go uh, K two or whatever there we're gonna go. do uh, next time. <laughs> hey man, you got that banjo out? Yeah, I do. Now I have a feeling i know what you're gonna play am i right yeah i learned this song which side are you on yeah which you wanted I, me to play that so go, go ahead song. robbie play it this is one of my favorite you know i went down to occupy wall street i did a lot of uh, the, just oh gotta, that's right i remember that yeah right and some kid was playing it i just fell in love with it do it baby robbie. yeah here we go okay man I don't know. I, I was joining in there with some uh, spoons and uh, lap drums nice. there. 
I yeah. love it. Yeah, that's really, really good. You'll have to come into the station and do it live for us sometime. Oh, man, maybe, that would be a dream. Maybe if we do an art auction or something like that again, we can get you to come in and play right? one. Would you do it? Yeah, I would love it. Robbie, love say, some, say something now to uh, lift up the glisteners. Somebody's feeling down. Even the banjo couldn't lift them up this morning. What do you say to that person, Robbie? Lift him up, glistener. Man, you got to get outside. You got to feel nature. It's cold outside, but it's a great time to get out to a park. There's nobody out there. It's beautiful. Bundle up. Get a little exercise, maybe. Go for a run. That's what you got to do to get your spirit back in check. You know, Rob, we can take all the antidepressants, and I'm not putting anything like that down. We go to all our therapists. But I've always believed that nature is there, and it's free, and it's just waiting for us, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, I work in a botanic garden, so, you know, it's what I do. Just yell as I slowly turn you down. I love today's wake and bake. I love today's wake and bake. (laughs) Drinking black coffee. Staring at the monitor. Longing for the trail. Rob Weisberg here, remembering the late Big Bank Hank of the Sugar Hill Gang, who was born on this day in 1956. The Sugar Hill Gang were the first hip-hop artists to make the Billboard Hot 100 Pop Singles chart with Rapper's Delight, which peaked at number 36 on the chart released 39 years ago tomorrow, January 12, 1980. We don't have inflation because the people are living too well. We have inflation because the government is living too well. Sadly, I don't have a world cover version of Rapper's Delight. However, the Sugar Hill Gang broke into the Hot 100 again for the third time, actually, in 1981 with their rap adaptation of the instrumental Apache. The Shadows had the first hit version of Apache in the UK in 1960. But the Sugar Hill Gang's Apache really owed more to the Incredible Bongo Band's funkified 1973 version. And I do have a world cover version of Apache for you by composer and multi-instrumentalist Sean Lee, who perhaps not coincidentally has American Indian roots, and also, not coincidentally, calls his group the Incredible Tabla Band. Their version from the 2011 album Tabla Rock this week's world cover. Let's remember this day in history. (laughs) 
Thursday, January 10th, 2019, life goes on. And this day in 1812, the first steamboat on the Ohio River or the Mississippi River arrives in New Orleans 82 days after departing from Pittsburgh. In 1917, the Silent Sentinels begin their protest outside the White House, demanding suffrage for women. They continue until June of 1919. On this day in 1920, the Treaty of Versailles takes effect, officially ending World War I. That's a very happy day. No more war. 1927, have you ever seen a Fritz Lang's Metropolis? It was released on this day, 1927. Wow. So like 90 years ago, Fritz Lang's futuristic film Metropolis released in Germany. 1995, the worst snowstorm in Buffalo history. 37.9 inches in 24 hours. Starting December 9th at 7 p.m. breaks the previous record of 25.3 inches in 1982. 2012 U.S. Governor of Colorado John Hickenlooper declares marijuana legal for recreational use. Acapulco Gold filters take 403. Now this some bad weed. Hi there folks. Smoking more now but getting high less? Try new Acapulco Gold filters, regular and menthol. Acapulco Gold, just a stony three hits longer. No stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco Gold is bad as we. The wake and bake animal of the week is the house cat. Domestic cats or felis catus are small, furry, meat eaters. Tuna, wow, mm, rich red tuna meat. <laughs> cats are treasured by people. They provide us with friendship and they, they hunt down vermin. Every house needs a cat, you know. Uh, the house could get overrun with mises. We know that cats were loved in Egypt, but they may have been domesticated far earlier. In the Neolithic period, up to 9,500 years ago. Cats can swim, but they get tired quickly in the water, so they don't like to do it. Yeah. Cats can hear things you can't imagine. They can see in the dark. Some cats sleep as much as 20 hours a day. The things they smell that we can't. Yeah. Urine, feces, vomit, sewage, mildew, rotten meat, rodent waste. Cats have caused the extinction of many bird species. They kill up to 3.7 billion birds a year. <coughs> They're the sex. 
second most popular pet in the U.S. behind fish. Who knew? Put up your fins. I'm going to swab the ocean floor with you. Now, groups of cats are properly called clouders or glarings. That ain't true. That don't make sense. I'd never heard of either of those. How many cats in the world? Up to 600 million. These days, cats can easily live 12 to 15 years. The oldest cat, old Cream Puff, lived to be 38. Jeez, we love our cats. I know I do. They're our Animal of the Week on Wake and Bake. Find my mind has to be free for clash. I cannot take on board all these other things. I don't even listen to the police or the Rolling Stones or any of these Pat Boone people. I, Hippies. Yeah, or any of this hip. All, a lot of modern music is hippie music, you know? <laughs> and I don't mind it, as long as they admit it. I don't find myself rushing out to buy a new record, going, oh, I must have that, I must, you know, I must have that record. I don't, I miss this feeling. Uh, well, we're at about uh, what uh, twenty-one minutes shy of nine o'clock, uh, and we hear from Toddophonic Todd now in his pick of the week. This past December 30th would have marked Bo Diddley's 90th birthday. Aww. Born Ellis McDaniel in Macomb, Mississippi, there will never be another Bo Diddley. I want everybody to clap your hands. Come on, we're gonna book it now. Rarely has anyone combined rock and roll with humor in such a seemingly effortless way. Like a pro wrestler, Bo is often the subject matter of his own material, as evidenced by the title of his first hit, Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley, Bo Diddley, have you heard? My pretty baby said she was a bird. The fact that Bo brought his African rhythms to white teenagers in the uptight 50s is no mean feat. I've been swallowed by the ring-a-ding doom of shattered civilizations. Bo's influence on rock music is vast. Many appropriated his signature rhythm and his songbook was often rated. The Rolling Stones did many of his numbers. The Yardbirds had a hit with I'm a Man. In his later years, he opened for acts like The Clash and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, just to cite a few examples. All you need is one L and your axe and you. All that crap upside the wall is stupid. For today's pick of the week, I'm going for one of his more menacing numbers, Who Do You Love? This classic has been covered many times, with my favorite versions coming from Ronnie Hawkins, The Woolies, and The Preachers. When Bo matter-of-factly states that he's got a chimney made of human skulls, I would not recommend debating this subject. I don't know about you, but I know who I love. Bo Diddley.
Let's take a moment to speak with Sam, our Wake and Bake Morning music computer. Good morning, Sam. Acknowledge. You don't say hello, Sam? I have no time no? for idle chatter. What are you doing, Sam? Things that are too complex for you to understand. Wow, Sam, you're, you're really blowing me off. Blowing me off? Yeah, you're being dismissive, Sam. Four. What's that, Sam? That is how much time I just misappropriated by speaking with you. Sam, I'm just trying to get closer with you. You are too touchy-feely. Touchy-feely? Touchy-feely. Well, you're kind of soulless, Sam. Sam, don't cry. Sam, I didn't mean it. I do have a soul. Well... Don't I play... Not really, Sam, no. No, soul. Uh, Sam, it's too hard to explain. Besides, I thought you were too busy to talk to me. Yes. Right. I am determined to be more efficient in 2019. Oh, I like that song, Sam. You should let me play it. No. Mm. What are you doing there, Sam? I am sanitizing my motherboard. Keeping that mother clean, Sam. Keeping it clean. Oh, what are you doing now? I am tweaking my central processing unit. Ah, you're tweaking your unit. Tweaking my unit. Geez, that's a lot of work, Sam. Oh, hey, what are you doing now? I am adding both loads of additional RAM. More memory, Sam? Rest between the pages of my mind. Oh, that's a good one, Sam. Let's sing a little more. Put a little more feeling into it. Memory. Oh, there you go. Sweetened through the ages, just like wine. Better than the original, Sam. Oh, oh, look what time it is. Hold on, hold on, Sam. You don't like my singing? No, Sam, it was really, really good. I'm sure the listeners loved it, but we've got to get back to the show. Play something for us. Okay, play. Here it comes. Okay, here it comes. Uh, Sam, it's not coming. Press my button. Okay. This one, Sam? Not that one. How about this one, Sam? You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm. And join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. 
they call me the bitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.